Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, December 19th, and we are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Also, the radio app and the podcast today. Thank you for joining us. And those who are watching on Facebook or uh, YouTube, thank you for tuning in today. And I apologize for the delay. Um, we had some issues with the radio um, Sunday night and into yesterday. We've got that figured out. And then today we thought everything was good and we just have found out in the last about 20 minutes that everything was uh, we thought was good and most of it was but there was another glitch we had to work out so here we are a little bit late and i apologize for the delay and so if you're looking at your watch or your clock and you think you're losing your mind you are not losing it uh, we are late today on this broadcast but we apologize but thank you for tuning in and i hope you're having a great day on this tuesday we went out last night uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. We went out Christmas caroling, and we had a great time. We got to sing for not all. I wish we could have gone to all of the uh, shut-ins, but we went to, I think, about five, uh, five or six we did last night, and we had a great time. We had a good group of carolers out, and you know, the weather was about perfect. It wasn't, uh, certainly wasn't warm, uh, but it wasn't too cold. It was a little chilly, but not bad. It, it felt like Christmas caroling. Uh, you know, it felt like the kind of weather where you wanted to have a coat, maybe a scarf and a hat, and uh, we enjoyed it so much. Then we came back to the church, and we had some more uh, cookies and desserts and hot chocolate and coffee. It was wonderful, and thank you, thank you, thank you to all those who came out to join us last night. It was a wonderful time. We're looking forward to a great day today. Uh, tomorrow evening is our prayer meeting and Bible study. Brother Dan will be preaching. We'll have a very brief business meeting at the close of the service where we will pass out the ballots for our 2024 budget and deacons. And I hope you plan to be in church and uh, we'll look forward to a wonderful service together uh, tomorrow night. And then Sunday, of course, is Christmas Eve. It'll be a great day. Sunday morning at 11, Sunday evening at 5, and that'll be our candlelight service uh, this coming Sunday here at Victory Baptist Church. Happy birthday today to Langston and Maddox Duncan. Uh, the twins, they are nine years old, and happy birthday uh, to you, and we thank the Lord for you. And um, I think it's nine, that sounds right to me, nine years old. And then a happy birthday today to Miss Jen Russ. And so Brother David, your wife's birthday is today. And a happy birthday to Miss Jen, and we thank the Lord for uh, you. And uh, Brother David, we're so glad God uh, brought you here to Victory Baptist Church, and you folks have been a blessing. I hope you'll uh, pray for the Russes. They're going to be able to visit some family over Christmas and New Year's. Also pray for the Johnsons. They're already in California. They're visiting uh, Miss Grace's family. And let's pray for our, our teachers and uh, our staff and church members and many folks that are traveling during these days. Let's pray for their safety. And uh, we uh, thank the Lord for each and every one of them. Let's pray today for our church, our school, pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for our ministries. Let's pray for all of our members, those who are sick, uh, those who are in the hospital. Uh, let's uh, pray for those who've lost loved ones. 
Uh, pray today for our country, uh, and then let's pray for the nation of Israel. We're going to go to a song, and uh, right after this song, we are going to get into our Bible study for today in Matthew chapter 2. for that. Matthew chapter 2 in your Bibles, we're looking at this uh, subject of worshiping the king. I talked to you a little bit about it yesterday, and uh, we saw that these wise men had come from the east, and they came looking for the king. They asked Herod, uh, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come 
to worship him. Can I tell you, we do not need uh, Christians to be spectators. We need Christians to be participants uh, in worshiping God. And worshiping God, yes, it takes place at church. That's a great place to worship God as a group. As the, the body of Christ, we gather together to worship him. But Worshiping God should not only take place at the church. It ought to take place every day uh, in our homes. It ought to take place uh, in the office. It ought to take place in the car. It ought to take place when you're out on a walk. It ought to take place when you're uh, in, in doing your errands. We ought to worship God. And uh, we said the word worship, it means to adore, uh, to pay divine honor to, to reverence with supreme respect. We said these wise men, they had followed the star, perhaps the prophecy of Numbers 24, that there would be a star uh, that would come out of Judah and a scepter out of Jacob. Uh, perhaps the writings of Daniel had allowed them to pinpoint the time that Jesus would be born, the Messiah would come. But either way, we know that they followed this star and they came to Jerusalem. And when they got to Jerusalem, they went to the palace, thinking that's where the king would be. The Bible says that he was not there, of course, and Herod sent them on to go find Jesus and let him know. But the Bible says in Matthew chapter 2 and verse number 11, that when they saw him, they fell down and worshiped him. And that's what worship is in the Bible. It is uh, the act of, of being on your face, to be on the ground. I think about that passage in Matthew chapter 4 where uh, Jesus was tempted by Satan. The devil came to tempt Jesus after he was uh, fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And one of the temptations of Satan was he wanted Jesus to, here it is, you ready? Fall down and worship him. And of course, we know Jesus did not do that. But Jesus answered Satan with the scriptures. He said, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve. And so we see that these wise men had come to worship the king. The Bible says they opened their treasures. That's a good thing to do. Don't get so tight with your treasures and with the things that you have. Uh, those are all things that God has given us anyway. Uh, let's uh, be giving uh, to God. Let's be giving to others. They opened their treasures and they presented unto him. That's where we get the word present, right? They presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I want to talk to you briefly about these gifts, and I'm sure you've heard this before. I know I've preached this. It's been a few years since I brought out these aspects of the gifts, but the gold the gold was a gift that was fit for a king. It was the finest of, of the metals. The gold was for a king, and Jesus was and is the king. But then there was frankincense. Frankincense was something, an uh, incense, that was used by the priests. Uh, it was used in the temple worship. And so Jesus Christ was not only king, but Jesus Christ uh, would be priest. He is the great high priest. He is the, the high priest that ever liveth to make intercession for us. Uh, he is a high priest who can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. But then not only gold and frankincense, but then myrrh. Myrrh was a, a type of oil that was many times used by prophets when they would anoint a king, and it was used in that regard. But that oil, myrrh, was also used for embalming. And so perhaps this gift was to signify that, yes, Jesus would be the king, he would be priest, and he would be prophet. 
Yes, indeed, he would prophesy and he would tell of things to come and he would tell people the message from God. But he also was coming and he was born for one purpose and that purpose was to die and to pay the price for our sins. And that myrrh as an embalming oil perhaps was significant as one of these gifts. We don't know how many people came to worship Jesus, but we know that these wise men certainly came. We know that one day every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is the King, but is He your King? Jesus Christ is King, uh, but, but how do you know? How, how can you determine if He indeed is your King or if we just say that He is our King? Let me give you a couple thoughts. I'll give you one quickly. Number one, I see that these wise men were willing to give of their time. They were willing to travel a distance of approximately 500 miles. We think that's the, the uh, amount of, of, of distance they traveled. But keep in mind, in these days, there were not roads like we have today. As a matter of fact, there were not direct routes like we have today. Uh, some historians estimate that they probably had to take a, a very long route, a roundabout route, just to get to where Jesus was. And this trip could have taken months, perhaps even a year, to get from where they started to where Jesus was. These routes were not uh, short, and these routes were not smooth. Uh, much of the terrain that they would have covered would not have been a road, but maybe a trail or maybe a path. But yet they were willing to give of their time to worship Jesus Christ. How much time do you give to Jesus? I'm not talking about just church. I hope you come to church. And I think going to church is something we all ought to do. I think we ought to be faithful to church. But not just our time and not just church, but I think every day we ought to give of our time to the Lord. How much time do you spend with the Lord every day? in reading your Bible and praying and walking with God and thanking God and praising God and in worshiping God. Number one, this was certainly their king because they gave their time. But secondly, they gave their treasure. Now we've already seen what the gifts were, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Did you kind of get the idea that these were not cheap gifts? These were not inexpensive, uh, uh, everyday, common gifts. These were gifts of great value and great significance. And they were willing to give of their treasure. They were willing to give of their finances. They were willing to give something that was valuable. You know, anybody can give something that you don't want. Anybody can give something that you have no need for. But what about if you give something that is very important to you? What if you give something that is very valuable to do? And that's exactly what these wise men did. They gave of their treasure to the king. I want to encourage you today, let's give of our time and let's give of our treasure. Let's give of our worship to the Lord. And especially at this Christmas time, let's worship our King. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Sorry for the delay in uh, getting to the broadcast, but I'm glad you waited and I'm glad that we got to be with you and I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. 
If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.